You are a seeker of better health, change, clarity. You yearn to feel peaceful, fulfilled, vibrantly healthy. You can feel lost in the chaos, the busyness, the feeling that there's just something missing from life. You are ready for a change. Welcome to Moondance Wellness Coaching. I'm your host and coach, Angela Kiddock. I've been on a journey through disease and health that's led me to find deeper meaning and greater fulfillment in life. Taking an expanded view of the word health, let's examine our personal growth, spirituality, our emotions and stress, exploring what it means to embody wellness in today's world. Hello, friends. Well, it's been a while since I've put out a new podcast episode. I ended up taking a bit of a break from the newsletter and the podcast and teaching classes, and in this episode I will talk a lot about why. I hope you've been hanging in there, surviving, maybe even thriving in these times that are calling us to all kinds of growth, change, and healing. As you're probably aware by now, these podcast episodes are birthed from the newsletter in order to offer something for all my auditory learners. Or for those of you that like to read the newsletter and then let it reabsorb via this podcast. So you'll hear me reference the newsletter in this episode, and that's why. If you don't receive the newsletter and you'd like to, you can sign up with your email address at my website, moondancecoaching.com. They are usually coming out once or twice a month, as is the usual with this podcast, but sometimes life calls us to take a big, giant break and go into the chrysalis. So here we go. Hello, beautiful soul. It's been a while since I've sent out a newsletter, since April, to be precise. Where does the time go? I didn't intend to take such a break, and yet it's been quite useful. I started the beginnings of newsletters multiple times, but never managed to actually finish or send them. I was traveling a bit in both April and May to Boulder to visit a delightful soul friend and then to St. John in the Virgin Islands for a vacation with the hubs. And the break from the usual day-to-day routines made it increasingly hard to get back into the usual day-to-day routines. When the last yin and mindfulness session ended around the end of May, I decided I'd just fully embrace the slowness and take off the next month from teaching classes and writing newsletters and the general doing part of having a business. The more I allowed myself to sink into the slowness and the stillness, the more I realized that it was just what I needed. I've been in a place of wanting to make a change with the business, but not knowing exactly what that change needed to look like. And sometimes the only way to figure out what's next is to stop doing what you're currently doing. So, into the chrysalis you go. The chrysalis is a phase in our lives that ushers us into our next becoming. Unlike the butterfly or moth, we might experience this more than once in our lifetimes as we continuously evolve. About six years ago, I entered a very major chrysalis phase when dealing with complications and surgeries from Crohn's disease that really forced me to stop and reassess. On the other side of it, I birthed this business. But we have to allow the time and space for the chrysalis to occur. Otherwise, we remain stuck in caterpillar land forever. 
This COVID time in our lives has been somewhat of an enforced chrysalis phase, forcing us to stop with the usual and engage with the unusual. For many, I've seen conscious choices and new ways of being and doing emerge from this time, and that is exciting. I think for a while we all just hoped that the chrysalis phase could end and we could somehow go back to being caterpillars, safe in the routines and roles we understood, safe in our smallness, even if it meant that we would never experience having wings. But I hope that most of us are realizing that it was just the fear talking, wanting to keep us small, and that we are instead on a wondrous path of evolution. Our world is going through many changes right now. We're in the process of some intense energetic shifts. We have the opportunity to evolve into an entirely new way of living and relating. But sometimes things have to get worse before they get better. Sometimes we have to face and sit with pain in service to the process of becoming. Transformation on a worldwide scale is going to take thousands, millions of souls having the courage to enter their chrysalis, face their biggest fears, their shadow selves, their past, and emerge into the light on the other side. If you're here on earth right now, it's because your soul chose to be here at this time. Far from masochistic, your soul didn't come here just to put you through pain and difficulty. It came for growth and evolution. A soul on earth always has this opportunity for personal growth and evolution, but rarely does it occur in such a widespread and collective fashion. All of us on earth are going through the same challenges at the same time, hoping to learn many of the same lessons. This is an opportunity not just for personal growth and evolution, but for growth and evolution of the entire planet our entire way of being. And yet there is so much fear circulating around us now. I know that it's so, so hard to ignore it. And in some cases, the fear is actually good, pushing us to examine our own deepest fears, facing our mortality, our fear of death, our disconnection from spirit, the resulting emptiness and meaninglessness of our lives the helplessness and disempowerment around our health and our bodies, plus whatever individual trauma our souls have experienced in this or past incarnations, all of this is up for examination and healing right now. And as you might imagine, facing that much fear can feel overwhelming and the process can be painful. When there is a perceived threat to our safety, or when we perceive really anything at all as stressful from the minor to the extreme, our body responds with a physiological reaction entering the fight, flight, or freeze mode. In response to this fear around us and the personal fears we must examine, some will feel their fight or flight instincts kick on and will try to disconnect from the pain or skip the process of transformation altogether by doubling down on safety, control, or rightness. I can fight this. I can avoid this. I can control this and control others. But whenever we become obsessed with controlling an outcome, we will always sacrifice our inner peace. 
Some will feel their freeze instinct triggered more predominantly and become overwhelmed by the pain. Basically frozen in mid-transformation as the fear simply paralyzes and disconnects us from the usual inner wisdom. I am afraid. I am stuck. I don't know how to move forward. But when we allow fear to be louder than our quiet inner knowing within, we will always lose our way. Many may have hung their hopes on the promise of a magic cure that would eradicate the fear. Whether you chose to receive the vaccine or not is a personal decision for your body and your soul. And instead of judging each other for these choices, perhaps a more interesting question might be, and how are your levels of fear? Did you hope the magical cure would also be the antidote to your fear? And yet for many, the fear remains embedded in ourselves, reminding us that there is, in fact, no vaccine for fear. How can we allow ourselves to experience the process of transformation that desperately needs to occur within ourselves, complete with the pain and service of healing and becoming, without getting completely lost and swallowed up inside the fear? Take a moment to check in right now and ask yourself, Do I feel burdened by a nagging, all-pervasive, or even subtle sense of fear? Remember, fear wears many masks. It might show up as anxiety or trepidation, but it tends also to live at the root of anger, judgment, hostility, resentment, aggression, insecurity, pain, guilt, jealousy, rage, shame, bitterness, frustration, hate, rudeness, dishonesty, pride, indifference. And when the world is being presented to us as some sort of mad daily choice between life and death, we can find even the most well-intentioned of us being consumed in fear. But when we're rooted in fear, it's hard to let love in. And love is a necessary vehicle for these big transformations to occur. When we're rooted in love, We can still allow the fear to exist around us, and it will always exist. We can decide to see our fear and do our work with it consciously, but we don't have to let it become the core of our being. Love and fear are magnetically connected to each other. We're never going to be entirely without one or the other. Brene Brown offers such a good example of this when we love someone so much that we realize that we're also terrified of something taking them from us. Feeling deep love while gazing at your child or lover in bed while simultaneously the fear of them dying enters your brain. You try to push it away. Am I crazy? Who thinks of that, you wonder? Not crazy. Love and fear. But if the answer was yes to the question before... Do I feel burdened by a nagging, all-pervasive, or even subtle sense of fear? Know that you don't have to stay stuck in that place permanently, and that at any given moment you have the opportunity to consciously tweak the way you're feeling on the spectrum between love and fear, so that you can take this unique moment in time to enter the chrysalis and allow the necessary transformations to occur. Caterpillar land may feel great in its familiarity and comforts, but it's also limiting, heavy, and not meant to last. 
Even the caterpillar dares to dream a bigger dream and trusts that there's much more to come. Working with our fear. One, spend time in nature. How often do you really stop and tune into the world around you? Not the busyness around you, not the to-do lists and the damn phone, but the natural world around you. Take a sensory break and allow yourself to become aware and fully conscious of your five senses. Find a place outside in nature, take off your shoes if you can, and begin to walk slowly and mindfully. Seated works well too. Breathing deeply as you ask yourself the following five questions. What am I seeing? What am I hearing? What do I smell? What am I touching? What do I taste? And maybe you have a delicious and soothing cup of tea to accompany your practice. Nature has the amazing dual ability to help us feel grounded here on the earth while also allowing us to feel connected to the sacred, the spiritual, the divine. Krista McKinnon, a psychologist and shamanic practitioner, says, For many generations, we have been led to believe that the divine is somewhere out there. But in fact, we will, with some focus and engagement, find it right here. 2. Allow time and space for the chrysalis phase. It may sound counterintuitive, but instead of trying to duct tape together an aspect of your life that desperately wants to fall apart, let it fall apart so that it can come back together in a new, wiser way that serves your highest self. Like we said before, sometimes the only way to figure out what's next is to stop doing what you're currently doing. It's okay to take a pause to reassess. It's okay if an aspect of your life happens to be a complete shit show at the moment. When a caterpillar enters the chrysalis, it becomes a liquid, soupy mess before eventually becoming the stunning butterfly or moth. Allow your old self the time and space to wrestle with your fears, to examine your shadow, to feel everything, good or bad, to transform. Allow yourself to trust the knowing in your soul that this is not all there is and to trust that the pain of becoming is in service to a more beautiful you and in service to a new and brighter world. As Lao Tzu says, if you do not change direction, you may end up where you are heading. Three, turn off the news. Now what, did you really think I was going to miss an opportunity to say that? But seriously, this is about making healing choices for your nervous system. We are not wired to take in such a constant stream of stressful information designed to elicit our fear response. Not only is watching the news an atomic bomb to our nervous system, it's also generally a one-sided view of the world. If you want to consciously seek out opposing viewpoints on an issue, go for it. Talk to people, use the internet, seek out various sources, and most importantly, be discerning. Keep an open mind about everything you think you know. If you do your fear check-in and discover that you are feeling a nagging, all-pervasive, or even subtle sense of fear, 
Know too that this is perfectly normal for the media-bombarded world we live in. Remember the quote by Krishnamurti, It is no measure of health to be well-adjusted to a profoundly sick society. As in, we've become so ass-backwards that we basically have to numb, anesthetize, or disconnect to feel okay. Listen, beautiful soul, if you're feeling anxious, depressed, frustrated, or crazy in this world, you're the normal one. Hang in there, trust that change is coming, turn off the news, and return to step number one. As you move through these steps to consciously work with your fear, know that you'll be creating a vacuum for more love to enter. And remember, love wears many masks. It can be expressed towards ourselves or others as openness, kindness, compassion, intimacy, willingness, ease, connection, respect, understanding, support, trust, passion, joy, Gratitude, peace, serenity, hope. Not to be mistaken, it isn't just lightness and positivity. It's also at the heart of the grief and sorrow we feel, for we can only grieve for that which we have loved. Grief is an amazingly powerful tool of healing, transformation, and becoming. So allow yourself to feel it fully and completely with no shame or guilt. Shame and guilt grow out of fear. Then after consciously making these shifts, pause again to check in and ask yourself the following. Do I still feel a nagging, all-pervasive, or even subtle sense of fear? If so, spend a little more time with those steps above. Spending time in nature, allowing time and space for the chrysalis, and turning off the news. Do I feel connected to a love big enough to dream us into a new and brighter future? If so, journey on, brave warrior. So after all this time in the chrysalis phase, what is it that's next for Moondance Wellness? Right, so I mentioned before that I've been wanting to make a change with the business, but not knowing exactly what that change needed to look like. Hence, that chrysalis phase began. I have a lot of grand ideas for the future, or maybe the present. But first up, last week I was off to good old Wisconsin for the first installment of a year-long shamanic practitioner training program. When I was doing a personal development archetype exercise with friends in Boulder back in April, I discovered that the shaman archetype was one that felt very exciting to me. The term is often translated to mean one who sees in the dark, and as shamanic practitioner and psychologist Krista McKinnon states, the shamanic archetype within the human psyche is stirring because it represents what we have lost, the connection to the earth, to nature, to our soul, and to the sacred. It represents all that our fragmented psyche longs for. It represents mystery, magic, community. It represents our yearning to break down the limiting cognitive and ego barriers of our minds so that we can experience the sacred in all its awe-inspiring ways. It represents our power to dream our own life into being. For me, it presents an exciting opportunity to continue to tie together a lot of what I already love, being connected to nature and her cycles, 
approaching the process of healing from a body, mind, heart, soul perspective, bridging psychology, spirituality, healing, magic, ritual, ceremony, while also taking me further into being able to work with clients and the community on a deeper energetic and spiritual plane. While working with clients over the past year or so, I was starting to sense that there was even deeper work that we needed to do. Again, this COVID time bringing everything up for healing, but I was reaching the limits of my tools. As an eternal student of life and healing and humans, I'm super excited to explore and learn and bring back even more healing tools and modalities to share with you. I'm actually going to be needing some practice clients to do some shamanic energy healing on. So if you are in the Minneapolis area and you're interested in that, be sure to reach out. Um, this would be a free session as I'm just looking for practice clients. So an awesome way to work with me if it's something you've always kind of wondered about, but never wanted to make the commitment. This would be one singular free session. Um, please email me Angela at moondancecoaching.com. Again, it's Angela, A-N-G-E-L-A at moondancecoaching.com. I've also been changing up the way that I'm offering coaching. So different sorts of packages now, offering it on a sliding scale. I want this to be a more affordable and inclusive part of your healthcare. Healing shouldn't only be up to pharmaceuticals that don't address root causes and insurance companies that often value money over your health and Western medicine that aims to cure but does not prevent or heal. There is something very wrong, very limiting and disempowering about the way that we address health in our society. I want you to feel empowered about making healing choices for your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. And I want there to be as few barriers to these options as possible. So please reach out if you have any questions about coaching, if you have questions about pricing, the sliding scale. I'm always happy to answer any and all questions, Angela at MoondanceCoaching.com or visit my website, MoondanceCoaching.com slash coaching to learn all about holistic healing and spiritual life coaching. And for lots of other resources that can help support the health of your body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit, be sure to dig into the archives of the website. Both the blog and the podcast have a lot of good information there that is still relevant especially as we move through these more challenging times. So sending you so much love and healing, leaving you with that quote from the wise Lao Tzu. If you do not change direction, you may end up where you are heading. For more info on personal growth and wellness coaching, visit moondancecoaching.com. Set up your free intro call or find an upcoming class or event.